This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Thanks for tuning in to a special holiday edition of Biscuits and Jam. I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living Magazine. And today we'll hear clips from some of my interviews with country music's biggest stars, as well as one of my favorite chefs, about their memories and traditions from Thanksgiving and Christmas. To start our program today, we'll check in with singer-songwriter Ashley McBride, who shared a bit about how her mom feeds her huge Arkansas family at the holiday table. Well, so what did the holidays look like for you guys? Crowded. So six kids and then there's four boys and three of those were married. And so we've got those guys. And then you've got me and, and my brother, Daniel, and my sister, Aubrey, who got married pretty soon after that, too. So we got tons of people and everybody brought their dogs. <laughs> so now we've got, you know, we've got 25 people and 18 dogs. And we got grandparents and we would do we would do a turkey, but a turkey's not going to feed 20, 25 people. So my mom would do a turkey, right? She'd do a turkey and a ham. And then she would do these huge, like, I want to call them double stacked things of lasagna because you can feed an army on a lasagna and the leftovers are always great because you know how the flavors kind of marry a little bit more overnight. And even if it sounds gross, I don't care. A piece of lasagna in a piece of white bread when you're having to go do chores outside, super simple lunch. There's not like a recipe. Don't don't pin that on Pinterest or anything. But yeah, so a, a lot of lasagna. We had a dessert called Orange Stuff. And I still to this day call it Orange Stuff. Ooh, what's in that? Cottage cheese, Cool Whip, mandarin oranges, a packet of orange jello. I, I think it's because we didn't have a whole lot of money that mom was like, I don't know. Let's put these in a in a thing together. And but you stir it all together, you chill it for a couple of hours, and it's it's awesome. It reminds me a little bit, you know, Mark, Martina McBride was on this podcast and she talked about something called fluff salad. Uh, it sounds in that neighborhood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's one of those, one of those things that in its first inception, it had to have been out of complete necessity. And these were the items they had. <laughs> but to this day, when mama asks, what do you want for your Thanksgiving dinner? What do you want for your birthday dinner? What do you want? I was like, I just want some orange stuff and some mashed potatoes. Next, I spoke with the legendary Amy Grant, someone who's been synonymous with Christmas for decades. I was curious where that deep connection comes from and how she wrote one of her biggest holiday hits. Well, Amy, you know, the holidays are such an important part of your career, and it's gotten to the point where you can't celebrate Christmas in the South without Amy Grant. <laughs> I mean, it's just so much a part of what you've done over the years. And I'm curious, what were some of the things about Christmas as a kid that you love the most? Hmm. I just love the togetherness, you know? I'm not going to quote it exactly, but I've watched the Christmas movie Family Stone many times. And I know there's one scene toward the end of the movie 
And it's like, so what's so special about your family? And they say, well, it, no, it's not any more special than anybody else's family. It's just ours. It's just our family, you know? And honestly, my family was not loud and raucous. I mean, I'm pretty quiet, and I think my sisters would call me the wild one. <laughs> <laughs> All things are relative. But I just love the gathering. That was really it. So I think in making music, I've also just wanted to create a sonic palette for the, I don't know, just the welcome that you want to feel toward yourself, toward anybody that you love, toward just the welcome table. Yeah. Well, there's a great song you wrote called Tennessee Christmas. And as someone from Tennessee, I've always loved that song. Do you remember sitting down and writing that? I remember exactly where I was when that song came to be. Gary Chapman and I wrote that. He and I were married for 17 years. And we were driving south on Hillsborough Road, and it was July, and it was a full moon. And I, I just remember the conversation being something like, look at the moon on the hills. It just was magical. And we started singing that song, like ideas for it, apart from any instrument, but just making it up as we were driving. Amy, would you mind singing just a little bit of that? Just a verse or so? Sure. Come on, weatherman, give us a forecast, snowy white. Can't you hear the prayers of every childlike heart tonight? Rockies are calling, Denver snow falling, somebody said it's four feet deep, but it doesn't matter, give me the laughter, I'm gonna choose to Oh, it's just such a great song. And, you know, at Southern Living, of course, we celebrate Christmas starting in July, so it couldn't be better timing than... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And, you know, it's funny. I mean, what Southern Living does is just creating all these beautiful landscapes, tablescapes. Even if somebody can't do that in their own home, they can say, ah, well, I can light some candles. (laughs) I'm inspired by I can't do the whole display but I can do something and to me you put on good music light a few candles you already have an environment to be welcomed into I'll be back with more of our holiday edition of Biscuits and Jam after the break Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, 
Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome back to a special holiday edition of Biscuits and Jam from Southern Living. I'm Sid Evans, and we're revisiting previous conversations with guests about their Thanksgiving and Christmas traditions. Carla Hall, who you know from culinary TV and several cookbooks, chatted with me about a new kid's book that speaks directly to some of her own Christmas experiences. I want to talk about the holidays for a minute. Okay. So you have a new children's book coming out called Carla and the Christmas Cornbread. Yes. So, oh, you've got a copy of it. That's great. (laughs) Uh, It's hard to go wrong with a title like that. And so this sounds to me like it was based on a true story and a real recipe. So my question is, what's the story and why did you want to write it? I am so excited about this book. I've wanted to do a children's book for the longest time. Um, And just going full circle, when I was in grade school, I thought I was going to be a cartoonist. And so I've always had these characters in my life. And there's a character in the book called Bubba. And I've been drawing Bubba since fifth grade. But the story is, it is based on my life. And it's based on when I'm going to my grandmother's house and, you know, wanting the cornbread to be ready for like Christmas weekend, the days around Christmas. And I end up eating one of these beautiful cookies that I see. And my sister's like, you're eating Santa's cookie. And I was just like, what? And I got so upset. My grandmother called me into the kitchen. I'm such a tenderoni because when I was little, you know, I'm a words of affirmation person. And so if you put any kind of loudness on a word, I'm like, oh my God, I'm in trouble. And I start crying. So... To this day? <laughs> to the, well, okay. No, and I keep it in. I, I'll go just cry in, in, in the bathroom. I won't cry in public. <laughs> so my grandmother calls me into the kitchen and we make a, a cornbread for Santa in a little pan and we make some cinnamon butter to go on it and then I leave it out for Santa and Santa leaves me a note. And then my grandfather says, you know, Santa gets tired of those old cookies anyway. He wants something different. And, you know, it's just such a sweet story. The illustrator, Sharice Harris, and the imprint is Deneen Milner Books through Simon & Schuster. And I'm so incredibly excited about it. And I hope that no matter what culture you're from, you get it and you understand that special bond between a child and their grandparents. Well, it's a great story and beautifully told, beautifully illustrated. You know, there's a moment in the book where you talk about a Santa Claus ornament Mm -hmm. that was hanging on the tree. Can you tell me about that? Yes. So I talk about my favorite ornament and the Santa is black. And I remember growing up and my mother would look for black Santa. If Santa is a made up character, why can't he be in my image? Why can't he be in whosoever image, you know, whatever child, whatever culture that child is from. And so this Black Santa is celebrated. And then in the back of the book, you will see as Santa waves goodbye, it's Black Santa. 
Do you still have that ornament somewhere? I do. I do. I do. I do. I have I have a black Santa. I have a couple of black Santa ornaments. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Finally, here's a segment with Old Dominion lead singer Matthew Ramsey. As we spend Christmas 2021 a little closer together than we could last year, Matthew discussed with me the spark for an original holiday song that we can all relate to. So you wrote a Christmas song called It's Christmas and We're Still Here. came out in 2020. What inspired that song? Man, you know, it was just honestly, no one was ever really meant to hear that. That was just something that I... (laughs) that I was feeling, you know, it was, it's just so hard, such a hard year. And it's like, some people can kind of take that as sort of a bummer of a sentiment, but it was really meant to be hopeful. And, you know, it's, it's hard, but you know, we're, we're getting through this. And that was really just what I was feeling at the moment and just sort of came out. Well, it's a beautiful song and it clearly struck a chord with a lot of people when it came out, whether you intended that or not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the thing is, you know, I've found in songwriting, the more you kind of go inward and explore your own feelings, it can be scary. But the more you kind of put that out there, usually those are the ones that really resonate with people because you're speaking to a true emotion that other people have, but maybe don't know how to express. I hope that secret Santa's got it in his plans to help us put our pride and differences aside and share a little cheer before the chance disappears. Say, it's Christmas. Thanks for listening to our special holiday edition of Biscuits and Jam. Join me next week for a brand new episode with one of the most exciting young chefs in the South, Samantha Four from Lexington, Kentucky. Being Southern is a life for me. It is how I carry myself. It is how I want to lead. For a long time, I had this little mantra. It's just like, work hard and be nice to people. And that has been my mantra since April of 2016. And if it's taken me this far and the South has carried me this far, I don't think I need to change anything. I just need to be a little bit more Southern. Southern Living is based in Birmingham, Alabama, and this podcast was produced and edited in Nashville, Tennessee. If you like what you hear, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or telling your friends about the program. You can find us online at southernliving.com and subscribe to our print publication by searching for Southern Living at www.magazine.store. Biscuits and Jam is produced by Heather Morgan Schott, Chrissy Tiglius, and me, Sid Evans, for Southern Living. Thanks also to Ann Kane, Matt Sav, Danielle Roth, Jim Hankey, and Rachel King at Pod People. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from all of us here at Biscuits and Jam and Southern Living. We appreciate you listening to our program this year, and we wish you nothing but the best for 2022. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, please shoot me an email at sid at southernliving.com. We'll see you back here next year for more Biscuits and Jam.